Are you looking for barbecue that's out of this world? Well, look no further. Come on down to Racist Jack's. Racist Jack's has all of the barbecue you need to quench the hate in your gut. Racist Jack's is a proud sponsor of Let the Freak Speak. Freedom of Speech. All right, all right, all right, motherfuckers. We're here, the freaks, and we're going to speak about some important shit. Yeah, and we're actually trying to get rid of the sponsor, Racist Jacks. Yeah, we uh, not... I mean, we do eat at Racist Jacks. We're not going to lie. They do got really good food. Barbecue. Their barbecue is phenomenal, but... Their staff is extremely racist. I order takeout, mainly. Yeah, I don't like to eat there either. Their staff is... uh, I mean, I guess it's part of the job. They have to be racist. But, uh, you know, you would never think that uh, someone with darker skin tone would open up a place called Racist Jacks and then be racist to people. But, hey, I mean, I guess some of the whites get what's coming to them. Mm-hmm. I, I believe they should. And now, today we do have an exciting episode for you. Episode 10. Episode 10. This is the big fucking turning point where we decide whether or not we're going to jump off or stay on. And, uh, you know, who knows? If this episode uh, doesn't become the biggest piece of shit that we produce, then maybe. I have high hopes. You have high hopes for I it? I always have high hopes for everything. And I have most faith in this episode because this faith is a commercial episode. Yep. We've got thousands of sponsors that have put their hats in the ring and we're gonna we're gonna be reading some sponsor script ideas and we hope you guys enjoy it. And if you don't Tell us which sponsors you don't want to sponsor us. And tell us which sponsors you'd like to hear more from and more about their products. And involvement in Let the Freaks Fucking Speak, dude. All right. Let's get to it. Dad? Why do you why do you always walk out of your room with a soft dick in the morning? Lately I just haven't been feeling adequate. Adequate. I mean, maybe you're just getting old. Pops, I'm worried about you. You used to walk out in the morning raging. I don't know, son. Mom would always have to tell you to put some pants on. My sister's staying over. But lately it's like it's just hanging there. I, I'm sorry that you've noticed, son. But what should I do? Well, I mean, like maybe you've got some problems with your testosterone. Maybe I don't know. How are things between you and mom? Are you guys still intimate? I know these are weird things for your seven-year-old son to ask you, but dad, <laughs> it's 2019. I know about erectile dysfunction. 
And I'm just worried about you, Dad. I have not talked to your mother about it. I mainly don't talk to your mother about it. My very comprehensive seven-year-old son. Well, maybe you don't have to talk to her about it. Try these. I found this online. I was looking it up. It's called King Snake. Male Enhancement. King Snake Male Enhancement. King Snake Male Enhancement is supposed to make you harder than The Rock Johnson. I feel so good. <laughs> Dad. 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 Dad, stop. Dad, you didn't take the right pills. Dad, those aren't... Dad, that was... Dad, you got into my... Okay, I don't need to tell you this because I'm your seven-year-old son, but... Dad, you got into my stash of speed. You didn't take King Snake. King Snake doesn't make you feel like that. King Snake just gives you a really hard boner. Is this... You the meth? No, well, I, I guess speed can be meth, but... I'm seven. I don't really know the difference between drugs. What has the school been teaching you? Well, um, my chemistry teacher, and I know you're you're wondering what is a seven year old doing in chemistry, but my chemistry teacher, uh, he kind of cooks crystal meth out of a trailer, or at least he saw someone do it on TV. King Snake, male enhancement, change your life today. All right, yeah, that was um, that was King Snake, King Snake Male Enhancement. If you are having problems with your Jimmy, don't talk be, <laughs> your son about it. Talk. Don't wait for your son to tell you he's, about. he's worried about you. You know, waking up without a boner. Mm-hmm. Mom's just not as happy. So, so let your son moves in. <laughs> And so they could just constantly talk about how she's not getting any. So <laughs> you see the commercial and you recommend it for your dad, I assume, to get King Snake Male Enhancement. Yeah, King Snake Male Enhancement, uh, it's definitely changed Nick's life. I know he was telling me about it. You that. know, gas station Male Enhancement pills, yeah. you know, they work wonders. I had an eight-hour boner. That worked longer than it was prescribed. So who's getting their money's worth? <laughs> I think you're getting a little bit more than your money's worth. That's I think I think they're losing money. <laughs> kind of like a double deal, dude. I know, like it you, hurt a lot, <laughs> like a lot. You know, like, I I felt like I had no balls. I mean, dude, I I did what the doctor said. I came like five times, but my, didn't it hurt? No, my balls were like not nothing, bro. But my boner was just like still like I was ready to go still. So, I mean, definitely good if you're a male stripper and there's just a room full of fat, ugly, sexy, skinny, all kinds of different women because, you know, women hang out in different groups. And maybe it's just a group full of dudes. You still want to be rock hard that whole time. King Snake. King Snake. So, our next sponsor. Our next sponsor. Bring them up. All right. Take it away.
don't know. Looks like. Man, these these chili beans aren't just cut, just cutting out as I would. They're they're cooking all mushy, man. What do you think? Well, you know, what are you gonna be using the, those chili beans for? Are you eating those chili beans? You serving that to your family? You don't want to serve that kind of shit to your family. I bet there's no protein in those, those chili beans. Yeah, but what about all the meat and onions and vegetables in it? It has to be good. I mean, if you live in a fucking cave. Here. I didn't want to do this because you've been slaving over that stuff trying to make that all day, but... I think I got something for you. It's called power chili protein. <laughs> <laughs> Power Chili Protein is already a sponsor of this show. Cut this fucking commercial right now. <laughs> We're not going any farther. You've already heard about Power Chili Protein. If you want to know more about Power Chili Protein, go to powerchiliprotein.gov. PCP.gov. Okay. Okay, what just happened there? You really screwed the fucking pooch with that one. Oh, my God. Oh my! I hope we don't lose our Power Chili Protein sponsor because that's the sponsor I actually care about. <laughs> I don't use King Snake. Okay, I don't understand why Power Chili Protein had to even like make its way into the commercial. What the fuck? We can't have another chili sponsor. Chili beans. Chili Chili Diggly's. Chili Diggly's, bro. That's a that's a conflict of interests. We can't have two chili bean sponsors, especially when Power Chili Protein is the premium okay. chili. Okay. It is better than the store brand protein. Okay, okay. Who cares? Who cares? Bring up the next commercial. All right. Sir, your sandwich. Oh, thank you, sir. Would you like uh, some relish? I would not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, laughable relish. It's relish that makes you laugh. Oh, I put laughing gas with relish one day. Hello, I'm Ted. I'm Ted Nugent. <laughs> I'm not Ted Nugent. My name is Ted. 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 Ted Theodore Tennyson. They call me Triple T. Anyway, I'm the founder of Laughing Gas Relish. Just a spoonful and you'll get all the laughter you need. Are you bombing at the comedy clubs? Not anymore. Bring, <laughs> bring chili. <laughs> cut. Cut. Cut the commercial. Cut. Uh, no okay, what? <laughs> I don't even remember what the name of that fucking something something laughing relish. It was laughing relish. That was the laughing relish commercial. But life. <laughs> I believe before we stop that commercial, the power chili protein. <laughs> What's about to eat? What the hell? What is this? Uh, I think power, this is the power chili protein hour. Dude, yeah. dude, this this is unprecedented. This we never had this difficulty. Oh, I know power chili protein is uh, they're really putting their foot down. This is the, the chili. Oh my god, dude. Uh, okay, 
Next commercial. It's so fucking big. I mean, like, how are you gonna fit that whole thing in your mouth? I, I. <laughs> <laughs> These 12-foot bananas are just, like, they're just worth the deal. At f- <laughs> they're definitely worth the deal. <laughs> they're definitely worth the deal. <laughs> These 12-foot bananas, let me tell you. Let me tell you, Sonny. These 12-foot bananas, well, you know, King Kong just might be swinging through your neighborhood trying to get some of these 12-foot bananas, kid. Okay, these 12-foot bananas, uh, well, we find them in this crazy island. It's called 12-foot banana island. Um, it's a pretty simplistic name, if I do say. And uh, let me here talk to the captain. He's the the captain is the guy that found the 12, first twelve foot banana. Talk to him. It's a mythical experience, Captain. Well, see, I found the 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 island of Lakanaka Pak Chaka, and they had the most longest bananas I've ever seen in my life. And I said, definitely have to hit that up with the boys. So, the captain hit up what is now known as the 12-foot banana island. You see, we moved the bananas to Florida. From Florida, (laughs) they make their way across the U.S. all the way until they get to Canada. See, we do all our importing from this island. You're just not allowed there. <laughs> All right, that was a uh, 12-foot banana. It's a sponsor. Uh, I think it's just a company that makes really big bananas. Oh, yeah, I don't actually think they're on an island yeah, either. Call, I think call me GMO skeptic. really has exactly. a Monsanto. Call me skeptic, but I, that's what I really believe. Yeah. I believe that uh, they are definitely. But, you know, if you're a, you know, a freak to us, we're a freak to you, and you're always around <laughs> I mean, drinking. You're always around drinking. 12 foot bananas, that's pretty freaky dicky. But. Let the freak speak. That's a sponsor. Yeah. Well, trying to be well, a sponsor. They well, might. They might make it. They may make the cut. Twelve foot bananas. Twelve foot banana. Uh, maybe think of a more interesting name. Twelve well, foot banana company. Come on. I mean, like, yeah, you're getting right to the point. But what do you really mean by maybe? You know, they're just trying to make that point. Name brand it. Make it theirs. So you know, more or less legal issue on their side. You know, they, no one can really prove. If it's just GMO bananas, they they're well, on an island. They that's where they get them from. I don't see any importing. Well, you know, after we got the packet saying knows? that twelve foot bananas wanted to be a sponsor, I was you know I started researching a little bit into the twelve foot bananas, and there's a lot of people saying that you know those bananas are only eleven foot. Well, maybe they'll stop that mm. when they stop making their banana bread, dude. I mean. But if they're lying about a whole inch, dude, they definitely could be lying about more. That whole island thing could definitely be a lie. Okay. Well, well uh, yin and yangs. Yeah, I guess there is yin and yangs to but, uh, everything like that. That but. new uh, documentary that uh, recently came out, maybe we should pull that one up. 
Um, all right. Uh, we're going to do a plug for uh, a show that is already out. And uh, we're just doing it because our producer wants us to do it. Rick Daniel was everything. He was alone. He was alone. He was with everyone. He was lucky. He was rich, but he was poor. But he liked to party. And because of that partying, he signed a contract that he cannot escape. He's fighting for his life. Rick Daniel, Forced to Tell All, is a limited podcast series. 85631 Productions presents this production that they're producing. Rick Daniel, Forced to Tell All. He'll never leave. All right, yeah, we had to do that one. Uh, In no way, shape, or form did we want to. Hmm. We just have to because, uh, you know... Producers. Exactly. God so, damn it, producers. See, I didn't such, even... Such, he, of the, such is the way, as I Rick Daniel, he, we kind of... We skimmed over our contract. You know, A5631 is not fucking us as much as they're fucking that dude. But, I mean, I think if anything... I didn't even know how that happened. Did uh, that just get the slip around on us? What, the, them inserting that fucking commercial? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think they went over our heads with it. But, I mean, they do give us this fucking sweet-ass sound booth. The live studio audience, as always. Exactly. And you know they pay those motherfuckers. We're filmed inside a space shuttle right now. Yeah, uh, we were trying to go to NASA, but we ended up at a place called Santa. S-A-N-A. And it's pretty much just like a fucking hillbilly hick cocksucking your cousin place where they talk about spaceships as if God made spaceships. And um, I think we actually have a commercial for them, for for, uh, Sana. All right. These spaceships are built from God himself. Jesus, Mary, and the apostles had worked on these spaceships and built them and slammed their hammers. Brother, I'm telling you that we can't let these people not tell us that these modern rocket ships are I built that rocket ship. No, people do not build no rocket ships. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, brother. That's what I'm saying. God. God made these rocket ships. All right, yeah, that's where we're at right now. Holy shit. Yeah. That's uh those are the people that are fucking uh around us. Those are the pe- the pe- those people is around us. Is that a cult? 
a cult. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, it's kind of like a fucked up cult, you know. <laughs> sauna, sauna, sauna. Sauna, sauna. I maybe this. I don't know. It's space and God. That's saga, saga, saga. That's a, that's a whole another organization, and I don't want to go down that road. Sauna, sauna, sauna is uh, well. So sauna is space, air. I don't know what the N stands for and oxygen, but they spell it with an A. <laughs> Neutrino bomb. Uh, nature. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's space, air, nature, Argentina. <laughs> I really don't know. We're leave it up to eight five six three one productions to put us in some strange place. I mean, the saloon was cool. If you didn't hear the saloon episode, go back. It's the episode where we're recording in the saloon. I mean, you're not going to hear anything crazy because, as you know, we're always in a soundproof booth. Soundproof booth. I mean, it's like pointless to have your fans talk and ruin your podcast. But hey, that's not that's not what Let the Freak Speak is about. Mm-hmm. Let the Freak Speak is about a lot of other things. And if you don't know what it's about, we'll fucking rewind your ass and listen to the first episode. The first episode... What did we even talk about in the first I, episode? I felt like uh, first episode we were trying to get... Um, uh, trying to find a flow of what to do. What to do. I felt like we are trying to be serious, but trying not to be too funny. Like yeah. I don't know. I feel like our flow now is kind of just like... Whimsical. Whimsical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just like... Well, dude, have you heard of... It's like, let's talk about something serious. I got a whole other podcast for serious talk. Uh, let's talk about something serious. I want to talk about how they're doing something over there. I want someone telling me something that they're telling me something over there. I want to know what's happening over there. What's happening over there. You know, there. one thing my dad would tell me Freddy was... Freddie can't get me over here. One thing my dad would tell me was, hey, don't take the world so serious. Right? I felt like my teachers would tell me that. But I think he would say that after, like, it was like during the World Series. He'd just be like, don't take the world so serious. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking goofy dad joke right there. The World Series. Don't you love goofy dad jokes? Find a thousand of goofy dad jokes at goofydadjokes.com. Hear from a bunch of other dads how goofy dad jokes they save their lives and marriages and relationships with their children. See you later, croc alligator. Dad, you're so fucking funny, Dad. I fucking <laughs> love you. Your name's not food. I'm not hungry. Dad, you're the fucking funniest person I know. Oh my god, I've never had grown up. I'm so fucking funny like you. Thanks, dad jokes. I said, get back in your room, son. Dad? Dad, but dad, you go. Pop, pop, Drink wild turkey. (laughs) Drink wild chicken. We're not. Cut. Cut. Oh, we're not sponsored by Wild Turkey. We're sponsored by uh, a knockoff brand of the, uh, called uh, the Wild Hen. The wild and hen. if there's any alcohol brand out there called the Wild Hen, hey, you're fucking welcome for giving you some <laughs> fucking publicity, bro. Because, like we said, we got a whole studio audience full of people that 
Full of people. Are kind of just want, don't really want to be here. They're just trying to make names for themselves. People who are willing to give us the support, even though we won't give them support. Yeah, like dadjokes.com. Dadjokes.com. I actually look up a dad joke every day. Uh, don't make the mistake of typing in dadjerks.com, though. <laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah. you, just, you, you don't. You, you just remind me of that one. Yeah, you, you don't. You definitely don't want to go down that rabbit hole because there are, um, there's no rabbits and those holes are dirty. Rabbit humping. Okay, so, uh. Do we got another commercial? All right, yeah, we've got we've got more commercials before we can get to the big. Oh, dude, these plungers are sticking to the wall like nothing else. Hell yeah, these plungers are. These are the best plungers in the fucking world. Dude, look how like the suction is. You can climb a wall with these things. You think we should climb? Do you think we should climb, old man Peter's skyscraper? Old Man Peter's Skyscraper has only been climbed once by Billy the Rock Manriquez. And plungers were nothing like these back in the day. We have to do it. We gotta do it. Coming this summer, an action event like none other. For producer of Plunge It. Dad, these plungers are just not gonna work in the house. These plungers gotta work in this house. I'm telling you. Mr. Peters is not going to stop this event from happening. <laughs> Word on the street is... You boys are looking to climb my skyscraper. Mr. Peters, there's nothing you'll ever be able to do to stop us from climbing your skyscraper. Well, there just might be one thing I can do to stop you from climbing my skyscraper. A story about I'm hope. knocking it down! I'm knocking the whole skyscraper down. A story about destruction. So now the boys must make a fundraiser to save the skyscraper so that little Billy Boy Bo can climb Mr. Peter's skyscraper in Mr. Peter's skyscraper the movie. Ugh, these plungers, they're breaking. Find out what happens to little Billy Bob Boy. Boy. This coming fall. <laughs> In Plunger the Movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Billy the Rock. <laughs> I don't even. Uh, Manriquez. Billy the Rock Manriquez? I believe that was his name. That climbed it once. Mr. Peter's skyscraper <laughs> with the plungers. You know, believe it or not. I think that movie is going to do very well. <laughs> They've got a great what, cast. So when you, what did you see in the commercial for like what Mr. Peterson's going to do? So I think because that skyscraper is high. I know, and uh, like, how do you think? I, how do you think I think he's going to blow his building up? Or yeah, how it's going to ha- like happen? Like. <laughs> Well, so let me just give you a general idea of what I think this movie is probably about. I think... Because this was just a teaser trailer. Yeah, exactly. It was like a fucking like five-second trailer. But um, So it looks like from the trailer, it looks like 
it starts off with just some friends trying to beat this, like they just find out about this old myth. Maybe it's a town myth or whatever. Sure, cool. That's what they got going on in their head. So they find out, they find these new plungers, and these are really good plungers, and I guess that's part of the myth is they have to climb this fucking skyscraper with plungers. Mr. Peters finds out because, you know, word gets out because it's a skyscraper. It's and, you a know, skyscraper. People are talking about climbing a whole fucking skyscraper. It's not good for, you know, your Legal property. Legal issues, mm, yeah. exactly. They're just children. Well, because I'm assuming thousands of kids have died trying to beat B- Billy Rock, whatever. I assume maybe they won't go into deal by so you know, many kids. I tried. think there might be a twist where the main character who's trying to climb the wall finds out that that's his grandpa that actually climbed. But it was like his grandpa that was actually turned out to be a piece of shit. Like that shadow in the commercial, like when he was like talking. Exactly. And then you see that guy, he's just mm-hmm. kind of like off in the corner, mm-hmm. the old man. Maybe that's his grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Mr. Peters gets word from everybody that someone's going to attempt it. And it's like, no one's attempted in years or something. So this kid's trying to attempt to climb a skyscraper with plungers. Yeah. And, and he's going to blow up the building. Yeah, because, you know, he, it's just, this building's causing him more trouble than anything. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of building is it? I don't know. They left that out. That's going to be a key determining factor of whether or not this movie is worth a shit or not. So uh, do you think that kid will make it up the skyscraper? He, you know, judging by how these scenarios usually go in movies, it's going to be a good one to show your children about perseverance and all yeah. that. But I think he'll make it. I mean, it looks like a good story. I hope, you know, it's worth my time if I'm ever to see it with my children. Yeah, maybe, you know, hopefully this movie will carry um, a message that can be passed on throughout, you know, decades mm-hmm. of youth and you know, mm-hmm. humanity. Um, I heard that it is directed by one of the cameramen of that old um, Rick Daniel classic, 10,000 Tab Man. <laughs> yeah. Rick Daniel. Yeah. yeah. 10,000 Tab Man. The cameraman. Yeah, the cam- The guy that worked the camera. You he, know that. He wrote this movie. You know that. Yeah, I know that. Cause How I, do you know that? Well, because we work f- for 85631 Productions. Yeah, that guy do. has ties with Rick Daniel. Rick Daniel got caught up. But how do you have ties with Rick Daniel? Well, I, I helped produce one of the shows. Oh, I see. You, you're, you, you produce for Rick Daniel. More like I work sound. I like to say I produce. You it, work I just, I, sound for Rick Daniel. I work sound for 85631, and he just has to come sit there and do those podcasts. Well, I say you have said different, and I'm saying I'm hearing like very of different. Of course I've said different. You want, <laughs> I want to talk. Apparently. I want to talk myself up saying I'm a producer on the show, even though I have no money and I don't give any money to that show. All I do is I press the button. I make sure the sound and levels are right. You're totally... Um, you know, putting propaganda into this show. Apparently, they're paying you rather well. Something I don't know about. I I, I certainly don't know about this pay cut you're getting. Uh, you're getting the pay cut. I'm getting the pay increase, bitch. Uh, and I didn't sell out. I bought in. You just haven't... 
I haven't got birds. Yeah, so I'm not the cool one. Nick, you're going to be the... You're the I'm one. the weakest link. I mean, it is called Let the Freak Speak. You know what? Nick, you're, you're not really freaky. You're just kind of weird. What? I didn't want to tell you this. Episode 10. This is, <laughs> this is, this is where it matters oh, most. Oh, dang. No. See, this is where it's going to happen. You know, it's 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 ninety away from a hundred. The the producers are just chirping in my ear. They're saying we want freaks. This guy's just weird at best. I can show you freak, dude. I can show you freak. You want to hear something freaky? No, (laughs) I don't. The producers do. Okay, then I let me give me a chance. I I can't let you do this. It's not me. I'm not the guy that has my hand on on the fucking cord to pull the plug on this. No, you're Rick Daniel. That's a rumor and a very poor one. Well, then I suggest the man who doesn't want Batman's identity (laughs) be revealed. Not let that man let Batman have his identity revealed. Something like that. I'm not scared of Batman. That's what I'm saying. I just got a note from uh, our executive producer mm-hmm. saying we got to read some more commercials. Okay. Uh. It's like you can eat it from your hand. Well, you are eating it from your hand. Yeah, but it tastes just as like you would eat it in a bowl. Well, I mean, that's why I made it for your hands. Because you're always on the go. But you can never eat a bowl of soup that quick. Unless it's burning your hands. What would you call this? I call it Rudy's Hand Burning Soup. Rudy's hand burning soup is like soup that burns your hand. Is there only good. chicken flavor? No, we've got a wide variety of flavors. We've got chicken, we've got beef, we've got squid, we've got. You have sour cream? No. <laughs> we've got super sour cream. I'm sorry for laughing, sir. I'm just a poor boy. I can only afford this. Yeah, I know. It's cheap. It's cheap hand soup because it burns your hands. You literally have to put your hands in the oven to cook it. Hand soup. Rudy's burning hand soup. I don't. I don't know. I don't know about that one. I, I'm, I, on the go, right? I mean, yeah. If you're on the go, you definitely. But how do you pay for it? (laughs) If it's like you know, what if they have it at the gas station? You want some Rudy's hand soup? Well, okay, so what I believe uh, Rudy's Hot Hand Soup is... Because you can't just put it in a cup. It, cu- it comes in a cup, but the cup only... So then once you get into a nice position, you pour the cup out into your hand? The cup is just for heating purposes. The cup is not supposed to be... Yeah, but it's hand soup. Yeah, I know. The cup is not supposed to be used other than heating it up, and then you put the soup in your hand after you heat it up. Okay. I know that most gas stations that carry uh, Rudy's hot hand soup, um, they usually have like a machine that keeps it warm. So you just kind of like squeeze it into your hands. I don't, I think they just charge you by the handful. 
if you've got big hands, they might charge you a little bit more. So, you know, it's a bit unfair for men and women with abnormally large hands. But, you know, that, that soup is pretty good. I've heard great things about Rudy's Hot Hand Soup. The only uh, downfall is the hand burns. But I believe if you buy enough cans of Rudy's Hot Hand Soup and you send in all of like your can lids, you get a complimentary um, like heat-resistant glove mm-hmm. that you can eat out of. You know, so you're not burning your hands and stuff. Well, that's nice. Like quicker to clean up and stuff like that too. Well, we got another Rudy's commercial. That another Rudy's show. commercial. Mm-hmm. We got another one. Oh dang, Rudy's is definitely getting mm-hmm. picked up by us. Rudy's a... hot hand soup. Okay, let's all right. Let's roll, watch it. roll it. They're coming off just like Ellie says in the picture. This sponge works so good. It's just like how they say it is at the restaurant. Rudy sponges. Right now, my car and my walls (laughs) and my floors all smell like lemon from this sponge it just has all the natural smells of lemon that you won't have to use any more chemicals it totally takes away that factor well we knew you'd spill your chili god <laughs> damn it <laughs> We knew you'd spill your hot hand soup. (laughs) 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 I wish I would have got that right. It's Rudy's hot hand sponge. So you can clean up all your spilt Rudy's hot hand soup. Smells like lemons. Does it smell like why does it smell like soup and lemon in here? Oh well I spilt believe it or not, I actually spilled my le- I, I spilled my lemon soup. <laughs> Chili <bro>. Chili dude <laughs> oh, so stupid dude. Uh, I'm just gonna throw a quick shout out to our sponsor, uh Ingie's Chili Wingies. Ingie's Chili Wingies. Ingy's Chili Wingies are some of the best fucking chili wings you've ever fucking eaten. Um, if you've never eaten Ingy's Chili Wingies, then you ain't eating wingies, my friend. You ain't eating the wingies without the tingy tinglies, Ingy. Homie, Obi Trice, no name. All right, um... We're gonna really we're gonna no we're gonna read a couple monotone um, commercials that we've got for you. Um, these ones are pretty boring, but hey, these people want their fair shot at it too. Well, it looks like your sister's on heroin again. It looks like she's been on heroin for about three years now. How long have you known about this, Jimmy? 
Well, I first found out a year ago after one of her needles dropped from her purse. And did you tell your parents? No, I didn't have the courage to. You didn't have the courage to tell your parents that your sister was uh, injecting herself with black tar heroin when she would buy in the streets, huh? Um, Jimmy, do you ever think that um, maybe you're the reason why your sister died? Are you saying that based on the rumor that everyone's saying that I sold her the drugs? Well, uh, you know, word on the street, and I don't like to believe the street because I'm a PhD psychologist, but uh, the word going around is um, you were actually not pushing it, you were just distributing it for a man who is actually your father. And you're saying that us as a family killed my sister. Well, it's not your dad's kid. It's your mom's older daughter. It's a loose end. Your dad probably felt he had it to tie up. I mean, of course your dad is paying me gloriously to be your psychologist. And I know all about his heroin business. And I know you push the heroin. You distribute the heroin for him. You don't push the heroin for him. Um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is um, I'm actually a DEA agent. And I'm offering you a way out of this. If you just incriminate your father... Uh, or assassinate him. Oh. Well, Mr. DEA agent, what if I told you you have no proof? What if I told you we've been uh, bathing in proof for years? We just didn't want a 13-year-old kid to get wrapped up in this. I won't believe you until I see the proof. going to be seeing the inside of the casket first. If you keep that out of Duno. <laughs> <laughs> that is for a movie that's coming out sometime next year. It's about <laughs> a group of drug addict family members who sell heroin and apparently the daughter died. <laughs> and the son is getting offered a bribe deal. Like a fucking bargain deal. Plea bargain. With uh, the DEA, I guess. He just threatened to put a bullet in his head, pretty much. Oh, yeah, there's ways of... The DEA's got DEUAs. That was a really serious movie. I know. I don't know who they're trying to get as their demographic. I mean, like, like the the people that listen to Let the Freak Speak, what do they got going on for them? They usually think everyone's cool. I would like to believe that, too, because they listen to it, but, I mean, like, we don't know you guys. We don't really know you guys. But you're probably cool. I mean, send us some money. Send us some sponsorship ideas. Do we got any more sponsors that want to make their way into this episode? Let's see. Do we know? Let's see. 
There's Jose Aquariums. Jose Aquariums? Jose Aquariums. Let's roll that one. Want a little taste of a good life? Come down to Jose Aquariums. We've got all the seafood you can eat, all the sea life you can observe. These clownfish, where'd you get them? Oh, we stole them. We stole them from the ocean. And we'll be honest about it. Our animals don't like being in there. Are these octopuses to go? Those ones are just for show. But we do have some octopus you can eat. How big our, of a tank can I get? In our buffet kitchen. <laughs> you have to cook the food yourself, but you can eat as much as you cook. Jose Aquariums is, has a built-in restaurant. Jose Aquariums also has a hotel room. Stay there with your kids. Stay there with the woman you're having an affair with. Fifteen floors is submerged underwater at Jose Aquariums. Don't open the window. <laughs> oh, Jose Aquariums. They have some of the goofiest commercials. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> Don't open the window. I hope no. no yeah, that's soul. that's their. Uh, I hope, why would they have a window? In the <laughs> Submerged underwater. You may never know. I mean, it, flood the place. It originally wasn't underwater. They just like like kind of built above it, and they're like, I, I let's do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I had a friend that worked at Jose Aquariums. And you know that like that's really close to um, Denmark, mm-hmm. Denmark, Arizona. Yeah, it's a new place. It's on the rise. Um, it's a new rising community or something. Uh, but yeah, so Jose Aquariums opened up there, and I guess a lot of um, people were jumping the uh, aquarium and drowning in the aquarium at night. And uh, there was, like, rumors of this crazy scientist that would just, well, he would, like, reanimate the dead corpse and um, put him in the fucking tanks. Little fucking swimmers or something like that. Some shit like that. Crazy. Crazy. Whew. What a fucking life. Okay. I think that's it. I think that's all we got. You got any, you, nothing else? There's no more commercials. No more commercials. No more commercials. All right. The Freaks spoke. Maybe you didn't like that episode. If you didn't, well, hey, we got to fucking make money somehow. These people, <laughs> These people are offering us fucking money to say their shit. I've seen people make money for worse, and I think anyone with the Pornhub account knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> exactly. So, but no offense to people with Pornhub accounts, because hey, if that's our demographic, I'll take it. Thanks. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm Nathaniel Lopez, and I'm Nicholas Val- Bearcat Valenzuela, <laughs> and the freaks just spoke about nothing, and you feel. Like you wasted your time. Thank you. Follow. 
<laughs> oh, ooh, that peaked bad. That peaked so bad. Okay, well, um, follow eight five six three one productions on Facebook and at eight five s i x three one on Instagram. For more information about Let the Freak Speak, you can stream us on. Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Transistor.fm, and Spotify Podcasts. Thank you for your time and Emmy consideration. Let the Free Speak is filmed in front of a live studio audience, except you already know, if you were a current or returning fan, you know that Let the Free Speak is filmed inside a soundproof sound booth where Nathaniel and Nicholas, they read their stuff. Because, yes, every episode is scripted. All right. This episode is a very good episode. And I am your host, goodepisode.com. I dragged that on too long. <laughs> Peace.